I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Hold in Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Dustin, baby. What do you think of Auntie E's hair today? I love it. You looking like Cousin E today. Oh, I love it? that. Oh, yeah. Vitamin E. So hair. <laughs> I love that. Ebony. It's youth. It's youth me up. Yes, it okay. looks good. Not that you needed it. Yeah. But it definitely is a fresh look for you. Well, my roots needed that. it. It needed oh, okay. to arrest. Arrest okay. and a relaxation. <laughs> well, you know, they call it a protective style. It's a protective. You know Listen, yeah. I'm about uh-huh. protection. That's right. Okay. All right, we already do it way too much. We haven't even gotten to the docket. Okay, uh, but that's real. Okay. okay. <laughs> Safety first. first. And last, okay? <laughs> Maybe that song, Last, 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 okay? All right, y'all. Cool. We, here we go. We got a really good docket today. I know we need to call it all the way down so we can get into this shit. Uh, okay. So this is a very full circle moment, Dustin. The nitty-gritty for our first story today is about two different men of the cloth. Okay, we're talking mm-hmm. about black pastors mm-hmm. and le- and legal woes. Okay. This was going to hit me very personally because my very first case, you don't know this, uh, the jurors don't know this, my very first case um, when I was a baby lawyer, mm-hmm. rushed out of law school at a prestigious firm in Charlotte called James McElroy and Deal, mm-hmm. um, big case was we were representing one of the biggest mega pastors in Charlotte. Really? Reverend Jen Wright. Wow, Jen and for, Wright. And for the, the jurors in Charlotte right now. It's ringing bells. Listen. Okay. Everybody know about Jen Wright. Okay. Everybody done been to Jen Wright Church at okay. least once. So it's okay. one of those churches. It's one of those Got churches. It. Okay. And obviously I, I have, um you know, attorney client privilege. So I can't go into the, 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 the deeds yeah. of the case. But uh, what I can tell you is a lot of those facts are reminiscent mm. in what we're going to get into. You smelled the smell again when you was, was reading it was, this, huh? it was some flashback. Okay. Some okay. post-traumatic trauma. Okay, PTP. PTP. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into that. Then we're going to get into um, this. Po- I feel so bad for this young lady, Dustin. Um, she's a black varsity volleyball player um, at a very unfortunate institution called Duke. That's spelled D-O-O-K. This um, <laughs> Raggedy. Man, you know, know Mandy, know man, you know Mandy talking shit yeah, right oh, now. Oh, she is hot right now. No raggedy ass. Anyways, <laughs> uh, no, all, all jokes aside, you know, Duke, Duke is, a, is an elite institution, mm-hmm. and they had... Um, This lovely young black woman, and she was called, you know, everything but a child of God, including racial slurs. Yeah, this really Um, pissed me off. This was awful and, you know, interrupted her game and and all of that. So we're going to get into the legal of that. When does that, when does, you know, being called the N-word or, Mm -hmm. you know, these other racial slurs that unfortunately we all know too well. We've all been called it at one point in time in life. When can you sue for that? When is that actionable, as we say? When is it against the law? Yeah. Okay. Um, and we're going to close out with, you know, just a story for the people. Um, you know, this <laughs> Irv Gotti has been talking nonstop about things that he should not be discussing, mm-hmm. uh, like his body count. Mm-hmm. And the and the princess uh, of R&B, Miss Ashanti. Yep. And I know I'm tired of it. Are you tired of it, Dustin? I'm exhausted. Exhausted. I've had it. And I can't wait to break that on down. Break that on down. And, you know, there does come a point where people want to know, when can I sue your ass to keep my name out your motherfucking mouth? Now, that's the information we need. And that's, that's, that's like, I, you gonna have your notepad out for that? That's yeah. the information we need. We're going to get into that. Okay, so let's start with these pastors, D. All right, so this first one is down in the deep, deep, deep south. This is Alabama. 
this pastor, Pastor Michael Jennings, mm. Pastor Michael Jennings, Dustin was trying to be a good neighbor mm-hmm. and see. I might have a series at some point of holding court episodes. Fuck them kids, mm-hmm. fuck them loans, mm-hmm. fuck them neighbors. Mm-hmm. See, this what this unfortunately is what happened when you're trying to be a good neighbor. Being too nice. Being too nice. So this um black pastor and his wife live in this na- this mixed community down there in, in Alabama. And if you've not been to Alabama, you know, I just got back. You know, my mom lives in Alabama now. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah, Mama Gloria lives Shout in Montgomery. Mama G. Yes. Ciao. Okay. Ciao. <laughs> It was like going into a time warp. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it really is like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it there. So mm-hmm. I was down there in Alabama. So I've just seen what this energy is like, yes. Dustin. And it is a yes. different. If you've not been, if you've not been to Mississippi, Louisiana, and I'm not talking about New Orleans. No. I'm talking about outside of New Orleans. Outside of New the rest Real of Louisiana. Louisiana rural, rural Louisiana. Louisiana yeah. This is some different energy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are here for this story. Uh, the man was approached by police. He's literally watering plants. As, as Okay, we see the body cam footage, Dustin. He's watering his neighbor's plants as discussed, as asked, as invited to do. Law enforcement approaches him. Uh, Sir, who are you? And, uh, you know, we see it on the body cam footage. We saw it. He immediately says, I'm Pastor Jennings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the neighbor. I had a conversation with my neighbor, uh, and I was asked to do this. Police, of course, are going to ask for ID, and he rightfully, legally denied mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't have to identify my, myself. I've broken no laws. Well, how did this whole thing happen? A Karen called a police child. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it's unfortunate because I think that she eventually felt bad because this is the statement that she made. So uh, this whole thing was set off because a uh, white woman called 911, and she says this later to the officer, after the fact. They are friends. They went out of town today, so he might be watering their flowers. It all could be completely normal. He would be watering their flowers. This is probably my fault, end quote. Yeah, exactly, sis. So because you saw a black man or saw probably a black figure that you didn't immediately recognize, you your first step was not to engage with the gentleman, ask him, well, oh, that's my neighbor. Hey, Reverend Jennings, yeah. never. That all could have been diffused. Yeah. No, you didn't do that. You picked up the phone. You called 911 on a black man in, in Alabama. Here's my thing, Ebony. What could she possibly have said to the to 911 that he was doing? Because that wasn't mm-hmm. a question, right? Mm-hmm. You saw what he was. He was watering flowers. Flowers. So my the question then for me becomes, what the fuck did you say mm-hmm. on the call? To, what did you, oh, what did we you could say speculate. Did, we like, could speculate. She probably just said there's an unidentified black man roaming around the house. I it mean, probably was God. general and generic like that. That's That tends to be what that call looks like. And then from there, what we know, Dustin, it can cost him his life. That's, and, that's and what that we bitch know. knew what she was doing. Yeah, I don't that's care that what weaponizing of whiteness. And, and this shit about, you know, I, this is probably my fault. The fact that you're saying something is your fault means that you know that you there know was you a, wrong. an error yeah, that you know took you place. Wrong. And you only probably feeling half bad because you know Reverend Jennings. Yeah, this um, way you got to be mean to people. Stop <laughs> this is why, that's what I'm saying. Way I don't, even go in your I don't damn want house. my neighbors to say shit to me. Me either. And look, my bad. We just can't be neighborly like that. Do you know the other day? That's one thing I like about New York. UPS knocked on my door, mm-hmm. which pissed me off because I, I know who's knocking. So when I get an unknown knock, I'm already, you know, mm-hmm. off put a little bit. Yeah, they knock. Uh, your neighbor, I've been trying to drop this package off for a couple of days. So your neighbor, would you mind taking it? I said, no, I don't know my neighbor like that. And I'm not going to be responsible, bro. Can I just go for a tangent? That was so smart what you did. Anything could have been in that box. Are you crazy? You could have been holding no. some fucking contraband. Exactly. I don't know what's being shipped to you. Yeah. No. No is the answer. Hell I couldn't believe no. that. 
I could not believe that. I believe that they tried it. Mm. I've known the people that do that in like residential spaces, but I'm not residential, but like single homes. Oh, right. You know, detached homes. Either way, y'all listening jurors, don't hold shit for nobody. Messing around and hold some contraband. And be, you know, responsible for And get God. Yeah, exactly. See, they didn't know. Your UPS man, next time you come over there, say, uh, excuse me, sir. I'm a co-host on Holding That's Court. That's right. I hold court every week. <laughs> I, I know better than That's this. That's right. My eyes open. This sound like entrapment. There you go. Get See? the hell out of here. All right. <laughs> yeah, don't be holding shit. No, for real. Yeah, me fucked uh, up. Don't be holding people shit at the airport either. You F- know that oh one? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm about to go my... to the... Nope. <laughs> nope. So sorry. I don't Mm-mm. know who the fuck you are or that bag. Ex- no. Nope. At all. All right. So then literally at some point, uh, his wife... Shows up, old lady. Oh, not um, the first lady. The first lady. The first lady showed up, Dustin. She has her husband's identification. Uh, she's trying to tell the officer this is a mistake. Da, 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 da. We were asked to do this. By this point, Dustin is too late, and this is why I want to really get people to pay attention. By this point, law enforcement had already placed Reverend Jennings under arrest. So by the time his wife is running out to say, "Hey, hey, hey, it's all good," it can't be undone. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times you ever been in a traffic. I know I have. I've been at a traffic stop and um, they'll write me a ticket and then mm-hmm. I'll be like, well, can I get a warning? It's literally it's too, too late. late. Yeah. Right. So once that process D of whatever, uh, whether it's an arrest, whether it's a ticket, whether it's a citation, mm-hmm. whatever that once the, the second it starts now, a judicial act has commenced. You can't go back. You can't that. go back. Now you literally have to do the whole process. You got to go to the court date. You got, to, and that's what happened here. So he goes to court. By the way, he was arrested for obstructing governmental operations. This is so um, stupid. It's so extra and so so such a waste, such of, a waste time of time and resources. Taxpayers' dollars. My mama tax. My mama pay taxes down there. Absolutely, not a lot. That's one reason she moved there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to whom it may or to may whom, not concern. Right. Listen, good tax uh, okay. rate down there. That's one of benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but still. It's a waste of everybody's time and money and only for him, um, Reverend Jennings, to end up going to court uh, in early June for them to do what? Dismiss. Dismiss this bullshit. And luckily dismiss with prejudice. Now, I want to go through this because um, there's been some other cases. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ebony, because I'm picking you up what you're putting down. This with or without prejudice conversation. Yes. 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 Yep. So just apply it wherever you might be interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Messy. Okay, so when a judge says this, um, and this is what the judge said in this case with Poe Reverend Jennings, as a result of my investigation, I've recommended that the municipal judge of the city of uh, Childersburg, uh, that the warrant be dismissed with prejudice. Mm -hmm. That means dismissed to never come back again. Okay. That means closed, beyond closed, beyond closed. That means this particular charge, case, complaint, so this goes for a criminal case or a civil case. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm criminal arrest or lawsuits can be dismissed with or without prejudice. Okay. Now, when you dismiss without prejudice, mm-hmm. that basically leaves the door open. It says that this same action can appear in the courtroom as it is now again. And the the reason that most cases, Dustin Ross, are dismissed without prejudice. So let's think about when you sh- when you say with prejudice, you're shedding the door on that indefinitely, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And very rarely will a judge and only a judge can establish with or without prejudice. That's something else I want to clear up. Um, meaning, hypothetically, let's say there was a settlement of sorts. Okay. You can't make it a term of the settlement for it to be with prejudice. That okay. is beyond your judicial 
authority. You don't. In fact, you don't have no damn judicial authority because you're not a judge. So that decision is is made judge by only. and determined by the judge. By I, the I didn't judge know only. that. Yep. I didn't know that. I thought that was something that people negotiated. No, and, and a lot of people thought yeah. that. I got a lot of text mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> concerning I'm sure you that. Did. As this conversation picked up steam. It did yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, why wouldn't it be with prejudice since it's been? Because that is not that is a judicial determination. The person sitting in the top of the court with the robe on and the gavel is the only individual that can determine that the claim, whether it's being criminal in nature, like here with Reverend Jennings, or civil in nature, is so outrageous. And that's kind of the legal standard, right? It's got to be so beyond scope that out the no court should ever hear about this bullshit again. again. That's what with prejudice means. So let me ask you this. Yes. Sir. So it doesn't always indicate whether or not there was some sort of monetary settlement. Absolutely reached. not. It's irrelevant. Okay. It's it, just it just is a decision. It's it has about to the be facts. made in each yeah, case. Yeah, it's about the fact. It's mm-hmm. about saying that like in this case, this is so stupid. This is the judge saying this is the dumbest shit ever. This is so stupid. This man has proven his identification. This man was operating in goodwill mm-hmm. to the community. This will should never be in anyone's courtroom ever again. Looking at it from every possible angle, uh, this is a waste of the court's time today, tomorrow, and forever. So let me With ask prejudice. you this. Yes. So then it would be of benefit to a person who received a favorable outcome in whatever their dispute was mm-hmm. if per the nature of their dispute in the first damn place, mm-hmm. this could manifest itself in some nature in the future. At correct. some point, it would be your benefit if it was dismissed without, without prejudice. prejudice. That's absolutely correct. Because okay. that gives you an opportunity to maybe bring additional facts that are similar mm-hmm. in nature um, to say, well, maybe this aspect of the dispute was settled, but what about this over here? Mm-hmm. So a without prejudice uh, determination is what, you would want, want yeah primarily if you're on that side if you're bringing the claim um and it's typically what happens that's what i'm telling you like a lot like you rarely see what happened to, to reverend jennings okay so you, see, this is this is rare this, rarely will a court go so far as to say don't bring this shit up no more so people who are um, privy to this most recent conversation surrounding with or without prejudice then will really appreciate that information that breakdown. you just said yeah because it's being shaped the other way as Correct. if something being dismissed without prejudice is, is abnormal yeah, or negative abnormal. no that is that is optionality Got think it. of it that way Got when it. something is dismissed without prejudice it means today we good today we done with it but we might not be done with it tomorrow <laughs> okay that's what it means so it's that it's that last stare after your mama get through whooping <laughs> your ass and she think well, i should get you again right. is that you 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 going you crying still? What it's you want to do? What last. you wait? What you want to do? Okay, all right. Okay. Hold and see, court, this baby. is why I was gonna say. This is why I love this show and be acting so geeked up about it. Because yes, we're talking about Reverend Jennings and well, the we flowers, talking about, but we're, we're talking about. But that's that's what I want the jurors to always know, Dustin. Every time you hear, we might be talking about this pastor here or this celebrity here, but it applies universally. Mm-hmm. You know, just like we say, you know, you telling that cute story about you, y'all for real. Don't hold shit mm-hmm. because you would be shocked. Especially this is, um, what was I listening to, uh, uh, old Hove talking about to the young ladies that are whole something, you know? Oh, yes. Right? Yes, 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 yes. That yes. Ha- I've seen that literally in my uh, trial experience, Dustin, so many times. Uh, girlfriends mm-hmm. thinking they just, it's a, it's a what do you call it, um, irrelevant uh, favor. And now you're an accomplice. And na- now you are a felon. Damn, a felon. You yeah. are a felon because you held something unbeknownst. Knowledge, actual knowledge of what you're holding is not a requirement of the law. Mm-hmm. Simple possession. 
So, knock, knock, knock. Mr. Ross, will you hold this for your neighbor? Shit. No. Because next thing you know. You ain't got to worry about me. You oh, I know. know my answer is going to be Well, no you mean anyway. <laughs> you already mean. So, so. before I even start are... that deep on it. No. <laughs> right. Look. Yeah, but for some of our nicer. Yes, yes. More, more sociable them. Let them know. jurors. That's right. Um. Please, y'all, don't don't hold nothing, and you just got to say it just like that. And if you need to go into it, say, well, I was listening to Holden Court, and Ebony said, uh, I, yeah. I tip a possession is enough, yeah. bitch. That's a no for me. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, so this other pastor child, now this was um, the, the the peanut gallery. We're talking about this. This is uh, Pastor Whitehead, Bishop. Excuse me, Bishop. You know when it's Bishop. You know when it's Bishop. The Bishop. Years ago, somebody uh, from Chicago, I know we keep taking these tangents, but years ago, one of my Chicago friends Mm -hmm. who was uh, familiar with Bishop Don Magic Wine, and if you know who that is, you know who that is. Uh, He he said they asked him back in Mm -hmm. Chicago, but who made you bishop? Who made you the bishop? His answer was the people. So it's sometimes, you know, that's, it's the people that yeah. make them a bishop. Yeah, it's and especially not like, in this there's case. There's no smoke signals and none of that for bishop. I, this, this case in particular, I said the people didn't make him the bishop. The people literally made him the bishop. Okay. So this is Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Uh, for those that have had your head under a rock and missed all this, this is the bishop uh, and his wife who were robbed at gunpoint. Now, mm-hmm. he's the bishop. Mm-hmm. At the Leaders of Tomorrow International Churches, that's in Canarsie over mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, he and his wife, this is wild. Three gunmen at gunpoint during Sunday service, okay, uh, robbed of between four hundred thousand and a million dollars worth of actual jewelry that they were wearing right there on Sunday in the pulpit in Canarsie. In Canarsie, mm-hmm. but I've never been to Canarsie. So. I have, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like the type of place where a pastor with care and concern for his congregation mm-hmm. would even want to put a display like that on. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. aspirational at that Well, we're going to get to just how much care and concern for his congregation this particular bishop mm, oh, had sure in, in one second. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to that point, Dustin, of like just awareness of what you are projecting, people think it's a flex, and in one to some people it may be, but you are literally making yourself vulnerable um, by showing all of that, and you're showing it on social media, and you're flexing with your cars and your houses and your clothes and your jewelry. This is what's happening in Atlanta right now mm-hmm. with that um, the, the ring. ring of home yes, robberies. Yes, yes, and Marlo Hampton from Atlanta Housewives, Mariah Carey, yep. all these celebs are being robbed for that same thing. When people know what you have, you become a target. You do. So if you're showing up every Sunday in the pulpit flexing, this 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 becomes the reality. All right. So Bishop Whitehead, uh, separate and apart from the quote unquote robbery he was a victim of. Let's talk about how he's made some people some victims. Mm-hmm. He has been accused of stealing one of his congregants life savings. So sad. Ninety thousand dollars cash uh, that this was a, a woman uh, in his congregation. Dustin gave the bishop 90 K to hold. Here we go. Um, and he was supposed to be uh, holding that for her so she could buy a home. And we're going to get into the perils and the challenges of home ownership in our next episode. Yes, we are. So put a pin in that one, y'all. So I want to say clearly I have deep empathy for this woman in his congregation, mm-hmm. Dustin. I want all black people, if they desire to, to own property of yes, any kind. And this sure. woman is trying to do that. She didn't have the credit. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into all of those requirements. She didn't have the credit, so she told her trusted bishop. Her trusted bishop to hold $90,000 um, and help me buy a home. And he said he would do that. And you know what he did instead? 
He took her $90,000 life savings and he used it towards a down payment of a $4.4 million home in Saddle River, New Jersey. Long way from Canarsie. Long way from Canarsie. Long way from anything this woman could afford with her $90,000 you were supposed to be holding for her to help her buy a home. That's crazy. A mess. Um, Apparently, he never even bought the home, so who knows where the $90,000 is or what the hell he did with it. Um, But his parishioner, and I feel so sad for her, Um, but she did good. She sued him, which I love. She didn't take it lying down. She sued the Bishop Whitehead um, just last year, last fall in September of 2021, alleging that she gave him the 90 k to help him help her buy a home because she had the poor credit. Good for her. This is what her lawyer said. I love this. Mr. Whitehead proposed that Ms. Anderson should invest her money into his company, Mm. Then he offered to use the money to purchase a home for her to make any repairs needed to the property so that it would be habitable for Miss Anderson. Then he would return any unused portion of the investment. Now, what's going to be left? But anyway. Right. When what Mrs. Kind of, just, Stephanie, get out of my head. Because I'm right. thinking, well, what, after, what, you, where, where are you going to buy it? What kind of rent? 90000 that's the kitchen. Right. That's what? your cabinets and your countertops alone. And so maybe what some, you, a couple tiles on the floor. Maybe a cup. Maybe a backsplash. Right. If you're lucky. Listen. What is this? A chef sink. Swindling. In, when Miss when Anderson expressed her reservations because she had no other income, she realized, wait a minute, I didn't gave him my entire life savings. How am I going to live? Mm-hmm. He offers to support her, quote, how much money he offered to give her, Dustin? $100 a month for her to live off of until he finishes the renovations. Well, I'll tell you, it would have been holy water everywhere. <laughs> I'd have just started whooping ass in the, right there in this tabernacle. In the tabernacle. Right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. During the um, revival. During the revival. Okay, it would have been praise and worship. All right. <laughs> Wax that ass. We're going to do a praise dance. Right. Damn it. So Anderson, Miss um, Anderson said that she only received that, quote, support payment of $100. That's just sad. One time. And at that point, he refused to give her her money back, Dustin Ross. And talking about, and see, this is where y'all have to be careful giving money to uh, bishops and reverends and pastors. Mm-hmm. You know how they're going to take it? Just what he says right here in the complaint. It's a donation. That is so low down. Ain't that trifling? That that's, is so low down. Let's just say that's why I had some flashbacks to my prior life and prior mm-hmm. litigation mm-hmm. work. And when they say it's a donation, that becomes very hard to disprove in court. So y'all should know that. Because they fall under a special. It's a broad category. Yeah. It's a broad category. You know who else be saying everything a donation? Politicians. A.K.A. So we just Shout out to the Soul Wars, <laughs> but don't give them no don't give them no money you and intend. That's a donation. All right. Ski wee. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anything you give, I'm just saying, anything you give to your bishop, your pastor, mm-hmm. it's going to be perceived as a legal donation. It's gonna be very difficult for you to get that money back. So y'all be do that with caution, is all I'm saying. I'm not saying don't tithe. I'm not saying don't make your gifts and offerings. I'm not saying don't contribute to the building fund. But don't do this. But don't do this. Don't mix, don't mix any business endeavors mm-hmm. with your pastor. Mm-hmm. Period. Point blank. End of story. I'm just gonna say it. I respect everybody's choice. We have freedom of religion. Of you course. You know we can do whatever we want to do, but there is a chronic. There's there's a conflation. Problem. There's conflation a constant conflation that of takes money place and faith that takes place yes. that is just really really hazardous absolutely okay and it yep. needs to stop because this dream selling yeah. and shit that's going that prosperity on, preaching that all of that yeah that is meaningless and taking advantage of people like this who are so 
you know, vulnerable, vulnerable. vulnerable. Like it's that's terrible. that's terrible. He knew what he was doing. Of course he did, because he's done it before. How do we know? Because his ass just got out of jail mm. in 2013. He spent not one, not two, three, four, five years in Sing Sing. That's like Sing a real Sing. bid. That's a real bid. He did a real bid in Sing Sing. He didn't went to Sing Sing. For five years, Dustin. Lord have mercy. Uh, for defrauding know. many others. That's the thing. It's never a one-off. These these types are habitual in their thievery and their shenanigans and their swindling. Um, so grand larceny, five years in Sing Sing he did bec- before becoming released. And then in 2013, goes right back to the pulpit and then had the audacity to run for Brooklyn Borough President, child. So, first of all, people don't rob People don't really rob churches like that. Yeah, I, I I question when the story first broke. What did you think? The same thing you thought, and the same thing everybody thought. First of all, if you got on four hundred two a million dollars worth of jewelry, mm-hmm. which like I know how much my jewelry is worth. You know how I'm much looking, your shit. Uh, yeah, oh we, I do. You know, we, we, we know how much yeah, it's worth. Exactly so you knew much, whether or not y'all yeah. how you you know how much jewelry is missing. Y'all know how much y'all had on. So right there. I'm already a little like. First of all, how much we want to bet the insurance policy was laid out on the bed. Mm-hmm. The they probably ironed they it with their clothes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just to make sure the papers were straight when they got Listen, ready to file them. Probably called the day before to make sure the shit was still in play. I just, it, the whole thing sounds crazy to me. And mm-hmm. if you have on that much money worth of jewelry, why does your church look so bad? Did you yeah. see the video? Footage? Yes. That, that draping, that pipe that. and drape they had behind them at best. And that step and repeat that looked like Listen, it was from printed out on the it, printer paper with the holes on the side. The um, uh, the, the the dot. The old school the old shit. School yeah, shit. like it was. Da, 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 it was just da, 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 da. so bad. Yeah, and and they do that shamelessly. And you know what I'm saying? It's just I hate that, and I hate that for this woman. I'm glad she sued. I hope she gets some money back. I would love to know how that turns out. I do too. We gonna we gonna put a note um in that to uh, our producing team to make sure that we figure out if there was some resolution. Yeah, a for settlement. Sure. And hopefully it was without prejudice. Without prejudice. That's right. That's damn right. All right. Let's go over to um, that school I hate, Duke University. <laughs> Shout out to the Tar Heels. Okay. Uh, but in this case, you know, this this young lady is playing for Duke. And that, again, it is an, a very elite institution. And her name is Rachel Richardson. Mm-hmm. She's the only black starter on Duke's volleyball team. So I can only imagine, frankly, how isolated her experience already is, even amongst her own teammates. Let's just be clear. Um, she was playing a game uh, in Utah at Brigham Young University. OK, this was just recently here in August. During the game, Dustin, you know, people, I get it, sports, people are going to, you know, taunt and all of that, but you're doing too much. You're calling her racial slurs. I don't think we know the exact name she was called. We can uh, guess. But we can guess. <laughs> we can, because we know what they are. We know we know where people go when they try to show up with that ignorant racist bullshit. And then, no, not, not for nothing, you in Utah. So we know. So we already know. But here goes BYU spokesman John McBride. He says that the Duke players reported to BYU officials that they were being repeatedly harassed by racial slurs from the student section. So somebody in the student section, but ain't a student, mm, mm, could only uh, identify one of the perpetrators. That person has been banned and, again, conveniently not found to be a student of the university. Yeah, that's going to work. That's called CYA. Okay. (laughs) The game was then changed uh, to a different venue uh, to quote from the university. um, Excuse me. No, this is from the Duke vice president and the director of athletics, Nina King over at Duke, saying this change of venue is to afford both teams the safest atmosphere for competition. Here's the thing. Um, Do you know how racist you have to be, BYU, to make Duke? (laughs) To make Duke? To make Duke. Duke University. University. Listen, this, this. Coach K Kingdom. Right. The this. victim of anti blackness. 
Like, that's a big statement. I, I just want to sit with that for a and second. And we need to because yeah. it, that lets you know just how loud this racism was. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And no pun intended, but that's how loud it was. And it's really nasty. Um, college age, young people yeah. in 2022. Sure. Displaying this kind of ugly behavior. It's a completely intentional. Oh, my God. There's no excuse for it. Totally. They know better. They have the internet yep. and shit to understand how, how the world works. How and this, this is why impacts. we need critical race theory. More than ever, more than ever, because their mamas yeah. and daddies ain't teaching them shit, yeah. and they're under, understanding that racism is something sensational, and they're taking advantage of that, yeah. And 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 they're using it to try to undermine this young lady and her whole team mm-hmm. and get them off their game, and it's it's whack. So here's the thing, though, Dustin. Some people um are genuinely curious about whether or not being called the N word, being called some of these mm-hmm. racial slurs that we know black people, brown people are are called. Is it actionable? Can I actually sue somebody for calling me an N-word? Uh, and the answer, in short, is no, unfortunately. We do have a First Amendment that protects free speech, including hate speech. Okay. And that's what a racial slur is. I want to be really clear with people, Dustin. Hate speech, um, the N-word included, the most egregious, I would say, is falls under a, a constitutionally protected category of speech called hate speech. Okay. And as, as much as it pains my heart... My head has to tell you, my legal mind has to let you know that you cannot sue somebody for it. But, Mm -hmm. two caveats. If that N-word or that other, you know, whatever shitty slur is accompanied by a threat Mm -hmm. to your safety, is accompanied by a call to action Mm -hmm. that incites violence or harm to you or others, uh, now you're getting close to what we call non constitutionally protected hate speech because you you exciting violence Mm -hmm. you're you're causing threat to physical or emotional harm and now your ass could be vulnerable to lawsuit Uh, but i want to go back to what actually happened here to this young lady and how um you know that's the thing about the you know these black kids at duke they don't just be no regular black folks off the street that's right (laughs) i mean i I know them you know yeah i might have gone to uh the miami subs with one or two twice a a third you know in in my younger days okay so you know what you're talking about i might have been at the bahama breeze with one that's right okay so to that point (laughs) i'm a mess uh this young lady's godmom is a whole damn, uh, her godmom is Lisa Pamplin. She's a Tarrant County criminal court judge candidate. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a woman of high prestige and power. Mm-hmm. And her godmother tweeted out this. She was threatened. She's smart. She was threatened by a white male that told her to watch her back going to the teen bus. And according to the New York Post, a police officer had to be put on their bench. All right, let's let's see what 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 the god god mom judge candidate is doing there. Yeah, she's putting everybody globally on notice so much so that she actually got a return tweet from LeBron James himself. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, King James said, you know, we 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 with her, we mm-hmm. with y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's saying some things in this two line tweet that are very important legally, Dustin. She's talk. She 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 says it's a threat which is one of the requirements for you to not have protection constitutionally for your racial slur. She says it's from a white male who told her to, quote, watch her back going to the teen bus. That's indicating, implying a violent act will be accompanying. Yes. The sl- 
See, she's smart. Yeah. I love me a smart yes, black queen. Me too. I love it. Yeah, put these pieces together. Put them together, baby. And that's what she's doing so much so that police escort had to then be employed. Wow. Um, so all that to say, listen, does it go to, to litigation here? Probably not. It's a hard thing to prove. But I love what her godmom is doing. Basically saying subtly but not subtly, don't fucking play with us. Mm-hmm. Because you're going you gonna to keep at it. And the what you think is protected speech the way you said it and the way I know how the elements require it to go. Moves it right over here. Moves into it right space, over yep. here. Puts, gives me a legal argument <laughs> mm-hmm. that says we might can get your ass in court. So don't play. And I hope they do. Don't play. Um, Something else I want to talk about in, in this notion of uh, protected speech and, and slurs. And I say <laughs> it carefully because, you know, I'm never trying to encourage violence. Yes. But the reality. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why Dustin's on the show, y'all. So, good cop, bad cop. So, while if someone calls you an N-word, because this is this happens, sadly happens every fucking day. Yeah. When you black in America, this is the shit we deal with. Yep. You know, somebody could say, well, Ebony, if somebody calls me the N-word, I just have to take it. Well, A, you have your words, you know, so you can you can go there um, if you if you choose to engage. Then there's the example, Dustin, where someone calls somebody an N-word or a racial slur, and then they pop them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that scenario. Mm-hmm. I, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying to do that, and I'm not saying that won't have consequences. Mm-hmm. But I am saying that let's say that happened, and then you that the person, the, the black person, the brown person that popped back, literally, uh, was arrested or and went to jail for an assault, because that would be an assault. Well, let me tell you one thing that could happen is you could use your defense lawyer could use the affirmative defense of provocation. Mm-hmm. You were provoked. You were provoked. And I will say I've seen play out in the court of law that something that agreed. Now, provocation is not an easy thing to prove. So mm-hmm. I want to be clear. So I don't want people saying, well, everybody said just I'm provoked. Shit. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you pissed me off. I was provoked. Right. No. <laughs> but something as severe as a racial epithet, a racial slur, something that is that emotionally charging. Mm-hmm. You can make a decent case for um, the affirmative legal defense of provocation that might, depending on who your judge is. If you get sister, 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 uh, God mama here, right. <laughs> you're probably going to be all right. Right. <laughs> they could deem that to be um, a verifiable uh, provocation, thus justifying the action. Well, that's good information. That's Anything good information. that makes you feel protected in that circumstance is good to know. Mm-hmm. So that's great, Ebony. Yeah, just do with that what y'all will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Provocation. Provocation. Just just something that people don't really talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is an affirmative defense. All right, we're going to wrap this shit up by talking about... Uh, somebody that need to wrap it somebody up. Somebody that need to wrap it up and shut the fuck up. Yep. Um, that would be Irv Gotti himself. Irv, um, y'all know he's been in the streets ever since this Drink Champs podcast episode. Did you actually see it? Because I actually went mm-hmm. back and... Wa- okay, great. Great. Yep. Great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we talking about the same damn same thing. thing. Okay, yes, ma'am. Great. So in this... He is just going on and on about Ashanti. And just for context, y'all, you know, it's 2022 right now. Ashanti is a grown one. She's our contemporary. Mm-hmm. She's our peer. Mm-hmm. We got to go back 20 years. She's a, she's essentially a kid. 20. She, she was 20, barely 21. was 20, 21 years mm-hmm. old. She's barely a fully for her frontal lobe. You know, Talk I'll about, about the frontal lobe. Yeah, wasn't even done. <laughs> wasn't even done developing. Irv, you big grown ass man. 
You know, he's 10 years older than her. He was legally married at the time mm-hmm. of their rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you need to go back and refresh it from season mm-hmm. one, uh, separated is not a legal status Ooh. of relationship. That was a so, great, great conversation. Wasn't it? Yes. Go back and read. That's one of the best ones. Yep. Um, so he was married. So you a married ass, grown ass man mm-hmm. sitting up here laying in the bed with this halfway grown woman. Mm-hmm. She's not even a full adult woman at 20. And it's a mess. And you're sitting up here on Drink Champs circa 20 years after the fact talking about you composed the song Happy in the shower after y'all made Sweet Sweet Love. What are we supposed to do with that information, first of all? And why should we care? Mind you, let's be all the way clear. Nobody even knew that that... was happening. No, because if anything, people were speculating about her, her and Ja, and ja Rule. Correct. Exactly. So we really could have been left completely alone in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. Why do we need to know that? Make your doc. I know he was promoting Murder Inc. his Murder Inc. documentary mm-hmm. on BET. Well, talk about your charges, sir. Talk about, talk, t- talk okay. about that case. Talk about that case. You want to talk about Ashanti? Yeah. Talk about, let's go all the way in on why she got the hell on down away from Murder Inc. in the first, in the first place. place. And then you mad because she don't want to be in a gang. Fuck you, Irv. Exactly. You and no. that's what it, it was all it was very it was a very self-serving conversation Ew. and it was such a turnoff and then on top of that he looks bad and I she was looks just better. get out of my head <laughs> i was gonna say on top of that he looks a fucking mess it was hard to even finish taking it in I'm oh. like, i gotta watch this in, in pieces it just was bad it was bad this, this <laughs> he, short order cook looking mother yeah he, like sitting he, here he literally looks a mess yes um and that's you know going off from the legal for a second when you know you know, that you might have had a a, a a relationship of sort of intimate mm-hmm. capacity with somebody. And you know you don't even look like you looked during the time of that. You should think about, think you know, about gatekeeping that. that information. Yeah. That's nothing good that that person wants to be associated no, with them. No, it's not. And people are automatically going to look, especially someone who is aging backwards. Right. Because you know, she like looks phenomenal. She looks better. She sounds better she these sounds days. Better. She's a tech entrepreneur. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's on so her successful. Shit. So successful, so Fantastic. beautiful. Celebrating the 20th anniversary of that album that she wrote. Those and songs that she that re-recorded her, to yeah, get all her coin, to get all her masters. You know, so. and that's I think his 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 willingness to be so open about these personal matters. Right. You know what I mean? That he obviously knows she doesn't want out. I think that it was a little bit retaliatory. Well, I think he resents what that. she did, Ebony. That goes towards the legal of it all. Wonderful. So, to the per- perfect segue. You just set that shit Wonderful. right on up. We're going to lay it up. Wonderful. So, here's the thing. Um, when someone is speaking about your name, mm-hmm. can you sue them in a court of law to make them keep your name out of their mouth? Mm-hmm. The short answer is it depends. Okay. Now, number one, the first thing, because this is all under the umbrella illegally dusting of a tort. Mm-hmm. A tort is a action, legal action. Um, I'm the queen of torts, by the way. During law school, I got one of the only two A's in my torts class, and then I was the teaching assistant for torts the next semester. Shout out to torts. Okay, so uh, you're talking about drink champ. Let's clap like Nori. Yeah, hey, all right, get up for everybody. Get up for everybody. <laughs> we love you, Nori. Yes, we do. We do. All right, so. Under the tort of defamation, mm-hmm. defamation can come one of two ways. Defamation is just what it sounds like, defame, say yep. something negative about. You could either do that in writing, we call that libel, mm-hmm. or you could do it at your mouth, we call that slander. Okay. Now, there's one simple affirmative defense to either of those claims, and it's often the case, 
it's the call when the shit is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if the if the negative, perceived negative thing that someone is saying or writing about you is true, you don't have a case. Period, point blank, end of story. So unfortunately, here for Ashanti, if it is presumably true that you indeed had this sexual relationship with ugly ass Irv Gotti in your youth. Mm-hmm. And who among us doesn't have a body that you right. know we would rather not be associated Absolutely. with? Absolutely. No shame to her at all in this at case. Yeah. All. At all. Um, and also his market value was different then than it is now. Yeah. And that's we're gonna get into that because I think that's very important Critically to assess. Critically important. Okay. <sighs> um there's no claim because as disgusting as it is, as uncouth as it is, as gauche as it is, as distasteful as it is, as fucking annoying. And we're all tired of hearing about it mm-hmm. as it is. You could even tell Job was tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. You could. He <laughs> you was could. visibly he like. He was like, Negro, shut the yeah. fuck up. Like as Dustin would say, keep it playing, shut keep the fuck player, up. Keep it man. Stop talking on your dick. Yep. Because that's whack. But yep. the only thing worse than talking about it is lying about it. So under the presumption he's not lying about mm-hmm. their sexual liaison, she doesn't have a legal case. Okay. Now I want to go a bit further and talk about the fact that because of her celebrity profile, and this would even really go at this point, Dustin, for you and I. Okay. Right? That because we choose to work professionally in a space that gives us public visibility mm-hmm. more so than what we would call a private citizen mm-hmm. you know um that blue check mark this way that blue check mark be helping mm-hmm. okay this or, is where it counts well this is where it counts but it, it would make it much more difficult mm-hmm. for us to bring a defamation case mm-hmm. because what the court says is the more famous you are the more public you are and this typically is for politicians because they love to bring a defamation case but y'all be doing fuck shit so it is what it is right. but anyways the court says if you are particularly public in nature there is more room to talk about you. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense when you think about it. Like you know, sure. You've availed yourself to publicness. Mm-hmm. You've availed yourself to public fodder, and you can't have it both ways. Yep. You can't get the benefit of people knowing about you, um, probably enhancing your economic situation through that public through, through that popularity, mm-hmm. and then not want anybody ever to say anything bad about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so even, you know, if you want to bring suit and you're a celebrity or you're a public person or a politician, you can do it. It's very hard because mm-hmm. then you have to prove what you talked about, actual malice. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough that someone says something about you that is even wrong. They have to want to hurt you. Wow. Well, there's been a lot of high-profile cases recently mm-hmm. um, and specifically about this. Defamation. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and slander, libel, all that shit. All this shit. And the, the celebrity that I'm thinking about most recently won their case. Who? Oh, oh um, yeah. uh, Cardi. Cardi. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So. Yeah, so if you're lying on somebody that's a celebrity, you can get got, as we see by that woman. Um, who I think she ain't trying to pay or whatever, but don't worry, Cardi looked like the type that's gonna be on that ass. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so it's possible to be sued, but again, if it's a true statement, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately for you know Mrs. Shanti, there's no legal action to uh, to, to yeah. sue to keep her name out of his mouth uh, because it. It, it might be if it's true. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, if it's I true. I would love to see her. I don't want to see. It. I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> um, she's got no legal claim if it was true. But even if it wasn't true, 
she would need to prove what you said is mm-hmm. that not only are you lying, you're lying with specific malice to hurt me, mm-hmm. to hurt my, um, and you got to prove injury too. That's another legal requirement. So you got to prove that because you're saying I slept with your ugly ass, people not buying my records no more like they used to, they're not coming to my shows like they used to anymore. You have to actually show economic or other harm. Okay. Or you could just actually, and you could also show like I can't sleep at night because you're so ugly and you mm-hmm. in my dreams. That would be harm. That would be harm. Take imagine losing a lawsuit because somebody said the memory yeah. of screwing you was, was so <laughs> horrific that I, it is messing with my daily functionality, Ooh. and I need damages, bitch. Wow. Wow. So that's the that's the tea on that from the legal aspect. But back to this fair market value thing for a minute because I really want. I was watching that Drink Champs, mm-hmm. and I was like, this man is so oblivious mm-hmm. to his current Mm -hmm. market value now i'm not saying let's go back 20 years dustin i'm not saying he was this that and a third back then Mm -hmm. but if one wanted to be broad and have a conversation around industry titans at the time he's not a part of that conversation even then no (laughs) he just had a successful he had a a record label that he was at the helm of Mm -hmm. that had some hit records that had a run of consecutive hit records yeah and got a lot of attention but when you think about the labels, and I'm not, I'm by no means diminishing the cultural impact of Murder Inc. Murder no, Inc. of course not. Or the artists that were a part of that label at of the course. time. But however, when we're having that conversation yeah. about the game changers, right, and the, the tight ends, and the, and, the, and the bosses, he's not someone But that I think he thinks he is. That's what was so glaring to me. Yeah. Like, you're not Dame Dash, you're no. not Hove, you're, you're not, not Diddy. Diddy, you're, you're not, not um, What's the little one that Janet used to date? Um, Jermaine Dupree. You're not Jermaine Dupree. What? <laughs> you're not, though. Like, not. you're not, you know? And so, therefore, if I'm Ashanti, I'm feeling particularly frustrated. Yeah. You know, because I would rather that information had been, you know, kept discreet. And, you know, sir, you are just really unaware of Seems how like disrespectful e- this is. Ego is really important to him. Yeah. And I think Ashanti is an artist who even back then took herself seriously. She wrote sure. all those songs. And Absolutely. no matter how many times she wrote the word baby, she wrote it. Mm-hmm. And writing those songs got her into the ASCAP Hall of Fame. She's, she won awards she for that. It, yeah. Um, and that sort of legitimacy is hard to come by as an artist in the yeah. game. And I think that that's something that he never was able to kind of um, – be okay with no because you want even in that drink champs um interview dustin he keeps talking about like i, I put I you on i put type, you on yeah. i made her did you did you put your hand um uh, put, put, put the pencil in her hand and, and and construct the lyric for her no you're very confused sir and and i really again whoever you thought you were 20 years ago i assure you you're not that even that even what that was mm-hmm. you know we could debate the positioning then. Mm-hmm. But now, sir, you are at the bottom of uh, value and worth. It just is what it is. And it is what it is. And she's ascended. Yeah. Even from that height. Yeah. You know, in every way that matters. She has maintained and improved. And improved. She's she's appreciated. Absolutely. In value. Yeah. She Economically. Just, she just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Literally. Instead, everything about Ashanti is better today than it was then. And Irv, sir, everything about you is even worse. And just keep that in mind. And get a pumice stone. Oh, yeah. He needs to exfoliate very bad. And moisturize after that. Yeah. And paraffin too. And shave, motherfucker. Like, what what are you doing? He looks, oh, God. He just, I'm, 
I hate that she doesn't probably have claim to sue because he needs to be shut the fuck up. Anyways, with that, we're going to wrap this one up. Join us again, y'all, next week when Corey will be back in session. In the meantime, stay safe, exfoliate, uh, moisturize, go ahead and keep the faith, uh, you know, keep everything separate from the the offering plate. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would you like people to do, Dustin? Two things this week. Read your terms and conditions and keep your mouth closed. Please. Please, okay? Talking ain't Pete. Say less. Yeah. Literally. Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Ellen Swag, And marketing lead, Samira Still. 